to you live from a dimension of sight, sound, and mind. A journey into a wondrous land of imagination. Your next stop, Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. I'm not, I'm not talking about Twilight Zone here. There it is. Podcast crossover. Submitted for your approval. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. I'm Travis. I am Brandon. Welcome to our show. How long have you been just dying to make that intro, Brandon? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I wanted to... Had I practiced more, had I tried to get really embody rod serling a, a bit more i would have put so much more effort into it but you can't you can't you can't imitate greatness yeah no it's you you can honor it but you can't you can't emulate it no. just, yeah anyway uh we're gonna we're gonna try to honor some greatness in this episode <laughs> uh thank you everyone for listening for downloading for streaming whatever it is you do to listen to podcasts uh, if you want to connect with us, there are a few ways you can do that. You can hit us up on Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod, over on Reddit, Rick and Morty Podcast.reddit.com, on Facebook.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast, and send us an email at Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com. We have t shirts at T Public. If you go to our website, apatheticenthusiasm.com slash shop, uh, you can get the link to uh, grab yourself an Interdimensional RSS t shirt, Unity t shirt, or any other. T public Rick and Morty t-shirt. Uh, you can support the show that way or go to patreon.com slash Rick and Morty pod and support us directly. Uh, check out our pre episode live streams uh, where I unboxed the new Rick and Morty season three Blu-ray. <laughs> you, you did. You did. You did kind <laughs> I of. did. That did happen. Uh, we're still going to talk about it in our first segment, but uh, yeah, just come hang out, talk about the show. Uh, it's, it's kind of us getting ready to podcast and, and hearing directly from you. So, uh, hang out or just, you know, go on discord or something. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, Brandon, do what you gotta uh, do. we have many things to discuss. So yes. I just, I just want to check in, check in on you and see how you doing. Yeah. Are, are you ready to go? I'm, t- I'm doing all right. You're, you're looking at me as I'm like looking at a bunch of different screens. Uh, uh, because, because we, we, we are, uh, for our our patrons, we're we're trying to do this this live stream thing a little bit more. So we're 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 giving the videos. But we're also doing we're also trying to do live stream too, uh, and and that is um, you know something we're trying and something that you know we're still we're still getting the hang of. So yeah, we're we're gonna work this all out. Uh, by by season four, we should have it all down <laughs> pat. Uh, but yeah, you know we're honestly we are truly appreciative of everyone that listens to the show. If you mm-hmm. share it, if you rate or review the podcast. Uh, and we, we wouldn't do it if it wasn't for you guys. So, uh, thank you for that. But for those of you that decide to throw a little money in on top of everything else, uh, hopefully we are, we are doing justice by you by trying to pay it back a little bit. So thank you to everyone, Brandon, this segment is, is full of discussion. (laughs) Okay. So let's, let's not, let's not waste any more time. Let's not dilly dally. Let's talk for semi-pertinent news. That's so obnoxious. Semi-pertinent news. There you go. Ah, coming live to your ear hole. I was trying to do like a ticker. I was trying to do like a. 
like a news ticker right like it started out that way that's how i should have done it actually it's just a that's how but you know you learn you live you learn you buy t-shirts and then you outgrow them because you start getting fat my my son my son is wearing my 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 t-shirts now because i'm getting fat like like as pajama shirts or like as a night on the town as as pajama shirts i put on a shirt the other day and it, it it was the first time this has happened to me where it didn't get all the way down to my belt buckle. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, uh-oh. Not, not uh-oh. Uh-oh. yeah, that's that's funny because there you there, you reach a, a stage in your life where you stop outgrowing t-shirts <laughs> because you stop like getting taller. Yeah, but then they stop like fitting in other ways, and <laughs> then you you reassess some life decisions and start eating more salads. Um, yeah, Why? and then you know whatever. Uh, 70 episodes, Brandon. Holy 70. crap. Oh my God. You, uh, so, so here's what I want to do, Travis. Here's what I want to do real quick. I want to do, I want to do a demonstration of, of the joke that I, a joke episode of the podcast that I wanted to do with you, but we never, we didn't get around. <laughs> we to. didn't do it. We we're gonna, didn't. We're going to do it right here. We're going to fuck it. We're going to do it live. Here's, here's, here's the thought. Here's what we want to do. Our emergency 70 episodes podcast. Coming to you live. Oh shit! Seven fucking episodes. Fuck! Seven fucking this fucking episodes. Seven And then, and then, and then, what would happen from there? And, is, and the episode would just end. Then, no, no. Travis then would would come in. And then Travis, what what would you say? I'd say, see you next year. I don't know. Seventy episodes. Seventy episodes. dot com. Seventy fucking episodes. Seventy episodes. Anyways, so and that's that's how that that's how that'd go. That's that's pretty much it. But really, what I want I wanted Travis to also say fucking a lot, but you know. He's he's not he's not about fucking. He's about love making. I'm about love. (laughs) I'm about love. What I was trying to do is I was trying to uh to go back on Twitter and see like all the people that uh just kind of blew up our Twitter feed. Yeah. uh, As soon as as soon as the 70 episodes was announced, and um that was a fun day. That was a fun Twitter day. Uh and and there were some calls for emergency podcasts. Um, which honestly i wanted to i wanted to you know but what there's there's a lot to talk about with 70 episodes but there's also not a whole lot to talk about so (laughs) yeah uh, like what do we know we know 70 episodes guaranteed uh we don't know how that's going to be broken up we can speculate um at first i thought wow seven seven seasons of 10 episodes that's that's gonna be nuts but then i figured five seasons of 12 probably makes more sense 12 12 or did you say did you say 14 originally uh, i don't know i'm oh, not good i'm not, it, gonna, yeah, I'm not should be 12 mad. right five times five t- two is five times 10. 12 is 60 no oh that'd be 60 yeah yeah you're right 13 and a half yeah uh-huh yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know well so like season one the math was, works was out maybe episodes. it's 14 maybe it's 14 <laughs> I, 14 I episodes yeah we're podcasters we're 14. not we're, we're, we're not, not we're not mathematicians it's not like i work at a day job coding 
computers or anything. It's not. It's not what I do. Coding has um, nothing to do with math. It's all yeah. logic. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I'm I'm the best at logic. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like the announcement was really fun. We got to see a little Royland artwork over on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then uh, <laughs> and then a funny little sketch where. Royland decides to finally move out of Harmon's shower because uh, they have to go to work. Both very, very funny things. If uh, if you head out, if you've like not been on social media in the last week and a half, um, worth checking out. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. So, what was your what was your first feeling when you heard renewed seventy episodes? My, do you do you want me to, you want to be honest, Travis, or do you want me to be podcast honest? Of course. <laughs> <coughs> oh my God, Travis is dead. I choked that, on my Dr. Pepper. That was, uh, that was yeah, Travis's no, reaction. I want you to be 100% honest because we're all about transparency here on Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Uh, 100% honest. For anybody who, who's listened to every single episode, you may have forgotten this little, this, <laughs> this, uh, this little Travis is choking to death and, and, I'm, and I laughed at him. That's that's how our relationship is. Because we're about 100% honesty here on the podcast. <laughs> Not podcast honesty, 100% honesty. That uh a little a little a little nugget that I that I talked about a long time ago was when we were talking about well how many seasons can the show really go? How many episodes can this the show really go? And and I and I dropped a little little nugget of truth in, in my life <laughs> which, which nugget <laughs> nugget which is I mean, I I love I love the show. Obviously, um, as as a as a podcaster, I I have like in the Twilight Zone, I have five seasons to to get through, 156 episodes, and I'm only through season two of that. And I'm like, oh my god, there's there's still so many left. And there's part of me that is looking forward to the day that it, it's all gone and done with, <laughs> right? So so when I hear 70 episodes, my immediate thought is. <laughs> you fuck you funny fuckers that's hilarious and then the dawn of of seriousness comes on me and i'm like oh oh ooh, i am feeling overwhelmed <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> that like, is that is at least 70 more podcasts yes yeah and and, and once once that initial being overwhelmed was over i was like oh no this is this is good this is good because now like I, I'm not. There, there was there was a part of us where like we. I don't think any of us thought it was going to get canceled outright. But you and I were both just thinking, well, what happens if this show goes away? Then we don't we don't have a podcast anymore. Then we go back to apathetic enthusiasm, where like two nobody people nobody listens to it. Yeah, listens <laughs> no. to it, right? And, and like this is you know this is go nice. listen to apathetic enthusiasm, please. Thank you. <laughs> that's our um, that's my plug. That's my my pathetic yeah. plug. Uh no I I am I am with you I think a hundred percent where at first I was like oh gosh that's that's a whole lot of podcast uh you know there was there was excitement I was first just excitement that the show was renewed they and that they had finalized some sort of contract like that f- very first feeling I was excited that the show is coming back I don't know dates or times or anything like that but I, it it is in fact coming back there's that little bit of certainty there. And then 70 episodes, uh, while that is a lot, uh, I'm excited for the potential consistency that that brings. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas writers, as artists, they can make some plans and decide where they want to take the show, but they can work at it very methodically, I think, 
and and there's a there's an interview that came out I think the same day as the announcement uh, in GQ I think they they interviewed Dan Harmon yeah. and uh, we'll get the, we'll get the link up for that but Dan Harmon talked about how he felt now that the contract was finished and that they have consistency and the sort of the the weird like depression and stuff that he was in where he didn't know like what was going to happen now he can just buckle down and just really be focused on working on Rick and Morty apparently i mean i don't know the specifics of the deal but apparently they're going to get paid well enough where he doesn't have to focus on other work necessarily like they can right. really just focus on Rick and Morty and worry about making that and they don't have to necessarily rush because like once they get the show moving they they can just keep working it and so uh, I don't think we're necessarily going to see new episodes soon. We joked on Facebook that it's probably going to be another two years. I I could see it being late 2019, yeah. maybe mid 2019 if things are really speedy. But we're I, really, I'm, really pumping I'm gonna, through. I'm not going to hold my breath on that. Um, but I feel like the breaks between seasons four and five and and beyond those can definitely be shorter. I definitely expect there to still be breaks because that's sort of how television works. But you can keep writing season five after you've finished season four uh, and, and and allow that time for the animation to happen and things like that. And uh, I don't know. I think those breaks should shorten up. I'm, I'm not going to speak for the production team, but <laughs> I, I, I'm hopeful that that will happen. I... I completely, I completely agree with that. And in, in here, here's what is on lines of consistency a little bit more from our end. Like we, we can now uh, plan hiatuses and in, in, in breaks better to correlate with the show, knowing, knowing that it's going to be back in you know next July or 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 yeah. whenever, right? Yeah. We there there aren't there aren't going to be as many like. Okay. Oh shit, Travis. What are we gonna do for <laughs> for a year and a half? Two years? Yes. Two and a half years? What What are we gonna do? Who knows? Indeterminate amounts of time. Uh, uh, at least for the next seventy episodes. Beyond that, who knows? Uh, who knows? Maybe by the end of then, we'll be full time podcasters. Yeah. You, you will have all the patrons, and uh, Dan and Justin will be our best friends, and they'll yes. come on the podcast and talk to us all the time, every week. Yeah. About all and the we, great episodes. Of and Rick we won't. And, and we won't have to be like. All right, let's let's throw a let's throw a hook out there in the the lake without any bait and see if just, see if just somebody keep, bites. Just keep swinging and <laughs> and hoping we hit something. Uh, yeah. Which, by the way, if you're persistent. a producer or uh, <laughs> in any way affiliated officially with Rick and Morty, happy to have you on in say three to five episodes uh, when we are completely done with our season one rewatch. Uh, you know, look us up at the links at the top of the show. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to talk about with with season four and beyond the seventy episode uh, marvelousness? Um, I mean, that's really all we know right now. I'm excited yeah. for them to get working on it, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens. So cool. We we, we will see what happens. Uh, but before we even get to season four and beyond, there's one thing we need to talk about, and that's season three, and specifically, Travis bought the season three blu-ray with digital copy oh my god he he unboxed that shit travis tell me about your unboxing that i gotta shit. say it was so uh, exciting the unboxing of a blu-ray is somewhat anticlimactic especially it, especially no x 
in that word, uh, when it's just one disc. Um, but, okay, obviously, I mean, if you've seen it on the store shelves, this was actually the last one at my local Target. Snagged oh, it up. whoa. Um, whoa, it's that popular that it was the yeah, last one at your local Target? You know, you know how those Rick and Morty fans are. They just, <laughs> they got to get out and get the, get their hands on that pickle, pickle Blu-ray. They're smart. Um, but yeah, it's got a giant Pickle Rick face on it because Pickle Rick will never die, apparently. Uh, <laughs> the box art on the inside is Pickle Rick in his rat suit fighting off a bunch of rodents. And then uh, inside, standard portal disc, you got your code for the digital copy. But the one bonus, the thing that was worth buying something bonus. physical and not just buying the digital version on iTunes is the Morty Adventure Card, which comes two-sided. You get one side that is completely blank, uh, so you can hand it to your own personal yeah. Morty and start earning those Morty adventure points. So and then cool. the other side, which is stamped nine times, uh, showing that the next Morty adventure is right around the corner. Uh, so that's that's a fun little memento. So so the, the, season, the season one Blu-ray came with the, the good Morty, the little pamphlet, right? right? And that's, that was only first run, I believe. Well, maybe I'm not sure. I have. I the, Let me. I have my season one right here. Let's open it up. Well, while you check that, I'll, I'll keep talking. So the pamphlet uh, is the the you know the good Morty. Oh, you don't have it. Oh, look at me. I'm uh, so much better than you. I'm a bigger fan than you. Uh, but I guess like of 250 of the the little booklets, uh, Justin and somebody else. Ooh, I think sorry. Dan. I think Justin and Dan both signed. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, signed, stamped it. So it's a it's a collector's edition. So if you have that, please send it to me. I'll give you five dollars. <laughs> that's that's the kind of the point of that. Yeah, um, uh, that's exactly. So what what, what I what I was what I was getting at was, oh, man, what if one of those those adventure cards is a collector's edition? What if you have the collector's edition, Morty card? Hey, maybe, maybe it's not signed. That's for sure. Uh, also, season two had a Plumbus on the disc. That was fun. Um, <laughs> But I didn't get the Plumbus instruction book, I think, because I bought it late. Again, I think it's only the first run where they're putting oh, a little shoot, bonuses in. Shoot, so. shoot. I need, I need to order it now is what you're saying. Yeah, you should probably have already done that. Bye. As a responsible podcaster, <laughs> get your act together. Uh, but yeah, so Season 3 DVD is out. If you haven't pirated it by now, then uh, go out and actually pay money uh, to support the show. The, uh, the other <laughs> way you can buy it, if you, if you want, good segue, Travis. <laughs> is uh, the Rickmobile is back on the road. And get your motor running. Dun, 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 dun. Rickmobile riding. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, brand new Rickmobile tour uh, already, I think, hitting the road here in the, in the next few days. It's, it's, it's right around the corner. Summer is nearly here, Brandon. It is. Uh, I, can, I, can, I can feel it in the air tonight. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Oh lord. Well, so so <laughs> oh lord. Florida is uh, it, it gets hot down here, Travis. I don't know if I don't know if you know that. Um, I've heard. I've heard that Florida gets hot. It get, it gets it gets hot. But we're, my, that, we're, my one trip to Disney World in like April, I was sweating like You went to mo. Disney World before? Yeah. Uh yeah, so when it was probably like 8 8 9 years ago. Oh wow. Wow, I've never been to Disney World. I mean, I went there like last week, but I've never been <laughs> <laughs> to Disney World, you just went and like roamed around the resort and didn't <laughs> yeah. actually enter any of the. Parks. I got, I got, I got, had margaritas for Cinco de Mayo in, it's whatever. This guy. Anyway, anyway, yeah, Rickmobile's Rick hitting the road. The road. Uh, two stops in Nebraska, so hey oh, 
hey. in that Midwest. I, I know it's spending about four days in San Diego for Comic-Con, mm-hmm. uh, and it's making its way all the way down to Tampa, where somebody I know uh, may be able to hang out and check it out. Here, here's, here's, my, here's my hope, uh, Unity and Travis, is that you and I are able to finagle our way into knowing somebody who runs the Rickmobile so we can like interview them or, or be a part of it in some way, shape, or form. Let's let's do it, Unity. Use use your might. Use your numbers. Uh, yeah. If if you if you happen to be affiliated with the Rickmobile and uh, and want to set something up, you know you know how to get a hold of us. Yeah. Uh, Rick, Rick and Morty We don't need um, merchandise. Yeah, we, we just want to talk. Yeah, we just want to hang out. So uh, specifically the Tampa location, and I'm thinking probably uh, when it hits Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, will be the spots where we should be visiting. Uh, the Rickmobile. So, uh, yeah, if you are in those general parts of the United States, uh, go go check the schedule uh, for the Rickmobile. But uh, yeah, we we'd love to say hey, slap some high fives, and hey. uh, you know, stand in the sun and wait for exclusive merchandise with you. So, uh, yeah, let us let us know if you're planning to visit the Rickmobile, and specifically if you're planning to visit in one of those two locations. Yes, please do. Uh, and finally, here in semi-pertinent news, it's, of course, uh, the Dan Harmon tweet minute. When you think you got a Big Mac, don't eat it because it's probably rotten because it's been in your car for 60 days. I don't know why 60 days is the, the key number for that. Uh, but Well, yeah, that's that's about the time when a Big Mac will... Right, right, not a sponsor. Like still like, not affiliated with oh, that. You're drinking McDonald's. You're drinking McDonald's. Still you, not affiliated with that fast food you chain. Fucking sell that out. Shouldn't be named. <laughs> you sold out, Travis. <laughs> um, okay, so so this this tweet is uh, this Dan Harmon tweet is in response to a tweet, and so the response the the tweet he's responding to says maybe you'd have time to write season four if you didn't tweet all day, and Dan Harmon's tweet responds as such sure maybe bigfoot likes baseball maybe paris is nice maybe your knowledge of tv is limited to a public trough containing mostly other viewers puke who knows oh i do so why stand by the trough is your point i don't know it's where grew up but you're right i can move scene put him on blast dan Armin block 2018 put him on Put him on blast. Uh, and that's the Dan Harmon tweet minute. Uh, Thank you. Which, which also concludes uh, the segment of semi-pertinent news. That's right. And, and 23 minutes in, I told you we had a lot to talk about. But here we go. Get in the right frame of mind, Brandon. It is now time for the main thing. The main thing. The main thing. The main thing. <laughs> oh, I'm lightheaded. Oh, I said that main thing. Oh, why'd you let me go on for so long? Oh, because I was I was reading uh, posts <sighs> in the in the live stream because somebody's actually watching it now. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So it's it's a it's a main thing, and 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 um, uh, we're here to talk about, of course, season one, episode uh, nine, 
something wicked this way comes. Let me change that in the show notes. Boom! Before we, uh, before we try to send that out and make ourselves look professional. Something wicked this way comes. Originally aired March twenty fourth of twenty fourteen. Written by Mike McMahon. Directed by John Rice and and Pete Michaels helped out with that. Yay! Yay. Synopsis brought to us by our Reddit friends. By the friends over at Reddit.com. Uh, so yeah, Rick starts a feud with the devil. I know there's more. Uh, Rick starts a feud with the devil after he moves into town and offers Summer a job in a Needful Things send-up. Meanwhile, Jerry tries to help Morty finish his science project and lands them in the middle of a political conspiracy thriller plot on the planet Pluto. Ahem, Celestial Dwarf. Uh, there's also a D plot in which a small robot discovers existential dread. Such a such uh, a such a D plot. Such a D plot. Uh, yeah. So, okay, for me, this is in in one way a classic episode that so many like core elements of Rick and Morty fandom come from this, and at the same time, I feel like this episode is also like kind of like a cookie cutter episode of Rick and Morty, if that makes sense. Let me, let me, let me, let me try to extract what you're saying, Travis. Part of, part of my, my skill set is extracting, you know, a, a bigger picture and setting it aside in, into manageable chunks. Uh, so, so if I'm following you correctly, Travis, what you're saying is this is kind of a, a typical Rick and Morty episode. It defines Rick and Morty, yet it is a, a one-off, inconsequential episode. Is that what, is that what you're saying? I, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That's one way to put words in my in my mouth. Um, you what's, know, what's the, what are other ways, Travis? What are other uh, ways? You could put- you could like write them on a piece of paper and then physically shove the words into my mouth. I don't done, know. Like, I've done it. I've done, done it. it. Been it's there. Called, done it. Cross that a, bridge. It's called a dictaphone. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I feel like, like I wouldn't dare call this episode forgettable because so many awesome things happen in it, but I feel like it is a very standalone, like if Rick and Morty got into the habit of having like serialized or not like serialized, but just like individual, um, like sitcom esque where everything's all cleaned up in 30 minutes and nothing in one episode necessarily impacts anything else. This would be one of those episodes. Yeah, this this is this is like an episode of King of Queens, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, or exactly. Kevin or Kevin James, you know, he does he does one of his things at UPS, and everyone laughs, and then yeah, but but next week, you know, complains Kevin James, about his diet, and then <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, falls over. I don't J- know. I Jerry don't, Stiller, I don't watch King of Queens. <laughs> Jerry Stiller, his dad is gets into a, a zany, wacky thing, and it's resolved by by the twenty three minute. Mark. Yeah, 20, 28 minutes. It's all done. So, it's all done. Uh, Kevin James, anyway, Paul Blart, man himself. <laughs> that's that's the that's the podcast we're following this one up with. So that's that's side note. This is what we planned on doing. Like, if Rick and Morty got canceled, we were going to do a a, a, a Kevin James based <laughs> podcast. But thank I mean, goodness, thank goodness, we got those seventy episodes. Shelve it. Uh, all right, so let's get into the Reddit discussion questions. First up. Pluto, is it a planet, a celestial dwarf, or something completely different? Defend your science. Ooh, are you are you having me start with this? Don't have yeah. me start with this because defend it. Because I'm I'm about to I'm about to tear your ass up <laughs> in a non 
in a in a non gay way, I'm gonna tear it up. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tear it up. So so, so here's the, here's the thing, I I went and I did research on <laughs> on this particular thing because I was like, Pluto's not a planet, uh, and they say cold, cold celestial dwarf in it, uh. But I, I felt like I heard that it was called a planet recently. So, I, you, know, you know what? I'm going to go to Google. And I think maybe we talked about this before. Uh, like, oh, there's confusion on what it was. And, and we're doing it live. So we didn't, we didn't stop and look it up. But so what I did was uh, I went to a, a place uh, called www.loc.gov. And there's a question on there. And the question is, why is Pluto no longer a planet? And and basically what it boils down to is to be considered a planet, there are three criteria you have to follow. Okay, Travis? Are you are I'm you with, with you? I'm are following. you with me so far? I'm with you. Put on your glasses that you haven't gone to the uptime just for for one second. Okay. <laughs> uh three criteria. The first, is it in orbit around the sun? Yes. yes. Pluto is in orbit around the sun. Yes. That's the first criteria. Planet. Done. Pluto is a planet so far. Number two, it has sufficient mass to assume hydrostatic equilibrium, a nearly round shape. In other words, Pluto, is it nearly round? Obviously. We've seen the photos. Yes. Yes. It's a planet so far. Two out of three. I don't know if you you like Meatloaf, the the singer. Two out of three ain't bad. Oh, God. What an asshole song. We've talked about it before. Uh, (laughs) Number three, it has cleared, in quotes, it has cleared the neighborhood around its orbit. And that is where the the sticking point is. It has not cleared the neighborhood around its orbit. And what that means is there's there's still like uh, debris and uh, asteroids and and stuff all around it. Uh, So because it doesn't have enough gravity to clear its orbit or clear the neighborhood, it's not big enough. And so because it's not big enough, it fails number three and is considered a dwarf planet or a celestial dwarf. So it is not a planet technically. Based, so here's based what you're that. telling me is a bunch of guys got <laughs> into a room and decided that it's not a planet. And I am deciding it is, which <laughs> makes me a Jerry. <laughs> yeah, that's, bas- that's basically what we're establishing right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I, I do find it very interesting in, in the thought process behind this episode to be of the generation of a generation that grew up learning that Pluto was a planet. Yeah. And I fully understand that feeling that Jerry has in this episode where he's, he's going to do something that seems very simple, like helping Morty with a science experiment of making the solar system, right? And and having something that has been so fundamental for you growing up be different now as your kids go through school. Uh, everything they do to try and teach my kids math is different now. Um, and I'm like, this is how long division works. Just do it like this. She's like, oh, that's, that's not how they teach us. I'm like, it's math. Math is math. <laughs> See Incredibles 2 in theaters this summer. Um, anyway. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I just okay. I just caught what you're doing. <laughs> like, man, you're being really harsh on your kids right now. Why is <laughs> why is he being so so cruel? Oh, 
he's quoting he's quoting a movie that's that's the best way to be cruel to your kids by the way it's just it's just quote quote a movie like my my son is like dad can you can you yeah because he just had two front teeth pulled today from the dentist and he's he's six and he's like can you can you lay down with me and and i say i'll be back and i just i just walk out oh right? gosh <laughs> and then he then he's crying i'm like don't cry. Now I know why you cry. <laughs> You're like, have you seen this boy? <laughs> uh, he's still crying. You can if you if you listen if you listen real close, you can hear his screams. <laughs> it's not All true. right, he's asleep. all right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, next question <laughs> from over on Reddit is: Have you played Jerry's game? And if so, what's your high score? Uh, the game in question, you can see it uh, at the, in the early scenes of this episode when they're sitting around the breakfast table uh, and Jerry has his iPad out, popping balloons on his game. Uh, I love this scene just for the fact that on one side of the table you have Jerry who is doing a very, very simple iPad game that like maybe kids would do. And then on the opposite side of the table, you have Rick who is building a complex robot for the purpose of <laughs> passing butter. Uh, and, and I think that it's just like this great little picture that's, it's, it's, it's not, it's not called out necessarily, but just the way that, you know, those two individuals uh, have, have slightly different ways of occupying their time uh, while they, while they scarf down some pancakes. Okay, so but but I mean but I mean that that doesn't answer the question. That actually kind of no, I haven't played the game. Oh yeah, I I didn't. No, I haven't played it. Uh, before I before I, I'm not a Jerry. (laughs) In all ways, and this is this is where I I become a Jerry. I I have it downloaded on one of my iPads or my iPhones, my old old, my old iPhone maybe, uh, because because at some point in time before we started this podcast, I went looking just to see what they had Rick and Morty wise. Oh, maybe it was uh, actually when we covered video games. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and so yeah, I'll say my high score probably is like thirty six because because I, I was laughing and like oh there it is this is <laughs> this is the game, and in in the, and in the commentary uh, track for the episode they actually talk about uh you know like we we need to make this we need to make this this game <laughs> like some yep, yep. get get on it get on it oh make a ton some, of money somebody somebody hire some 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 coders make make this happen uh <laughs> I, I don't think i even really heard about it until pocket morty's came out and then that got me thinking about other rick and morty games and jerry's balloon game was was there <laughs> yeah yeah uh so do you know your high score you said 35 yeah like 35 36 it's somewhere in the 30s just because i mean I actually, when when my kid was was younger, this is like two years ago, a year and a half, whatever. I don't I don't know. You know, I'm not I'm a bad father. But whenever I <laughs> whenever I I was like getting him into games, I was like, here, play this, <laughs> right? Because like, it's so simple. Um, he got he got bored of it quickly because you know he's his mother's son. He's not mine. Yeah, he he plays Crazy Walk now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good game which, which i finally figured out uh the okay the last thing i want to say about this is there's a, a game that's like pretty recent uh called rise up uh that is is a game that just has one individual balloon moving up and you have to like kind of protect it from all this falling debris and uh i saw someone like legitimately playing it like a week ago and immediately the first thing I thought of was Jerry's balloon game. Uh, but then when I was like searching for actual games on, uh, on, on my new iPad, I was, 
It was one of the ones that popped it up. It's like, hey, uh, popped up. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry it up. Uh, <laughs> uh, side note, uh, it turns out I, I found my random cloud save data for Pocket Mortys. So I, I'm going to start playing that again, I think, pretty soon because. Good. Yeah, whatever. Good. Uh, okay, okay. Next, next, next question. Some voids can't be filled with Jamba Juice, but what voids can be filled by Jamba Juice? Mm, this is a good question. This is true. Uh, I would say um, the void in your heart where uh, you miss being on a tropical island, um, mm. that could potentially be filled with Jamba Juice. Um, if you're having uh, a rough day uh sleepiness wise and you need an energy boost uh maybe that is a void that could be filled with jamba juice uh i don't know uh maybe if you're uh low on sugar uh that, yeah oh yeah know. that's yeah. pretty much it it's it's just a lot of sugar in there that's that's Hy- what i'm getting at hy- hypoglycemic is it is that is that a word is sure that, sound it sounds like a word uh I, I don't know i don't know i don't know if this counts but i i went to i i I worked out last week, last Friday, and we played this game called Gator Ball, uh, which is like like a weird mix between soccer and football. There's a goal. I don't know, whatever. But after it, I was like, I was kind of, I was kind of sore, and I had taken a shower, and I was like, I, I put the towel around my waist, and like I put my underwear on underneath the towel because I don't know. I feel like showering in a gym is still just a weird thing to me. <laughs> Very self conscious about about my my hairy 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 body. Um, and it's only hairy like down there, just to, to establish that. Um, but so after that, uh, we were talking about Jamba Juice a second I'm, ago. I'm, I'm going to sure get there. It. I'm going to get there. Anyways, after so after playing Gator Ball, after showering, there's this like little smoothie place, and so I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I should get a smoothie. And I ordered like the berry blast smoothie, and there's bananas and berries in it. And I ordered the medium and I got it and it came back and it was just the largest fucking thing <laughs> ever. Um, so what voids could be filled by Jamba Juice or smoothies the rest of my meals for the rest of that day? Because it was your such- entire digestive tract. <laughs> yeah. Just full of Jamba Juice. And I'm I swear I'm getting a little uh you know, lactose intolerant. So I'll fill in the blanks there. Yeah. No, I've been there. I've been there. Can't handle that spicy milk. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want to move. I want so badly to move on from this topic, but I have to comment yeah. on not knowing the relative size of drinks in fast food establishments. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'll just usually say like medium, just because that seems like a tolerable amount Safe. of beverage. And when they hand me like a bucket out of that drive-through window i'm just like are you kidding why (laughs) is this for a week and then i think what does the large look like i don't think i have cup holders that can sustain that sort of it's like it's only um, slightly bigger and that's the thing about like like larger cup sizes is like they they make the they make the top portion larger but they keep the the smaller portion so it still fits in your cup holder fits in your cup holder yeah Yeah, it's great like to me, what's the mentality there? Like, do they have way too much drinks and they're trying to get rid of them? So they trick you into like, hey, here's a deal. <laughs> when they say they want a medium, we're going to give them 
20 ounces or i don't know like 200 ounces i don't know yeah. i don't know I, again math not math. my strong suit logic uh anyway moving on from drinks let's talk about rick and morty again yeah uh what item in mr needful shop would you grab uh and after taking it to curse purge plus how, how would you uh want that item improved that, that that's a that's a solid question i'll, I'll just stick with um uh if, I was gonna. I was gonna say the Emmy. Uh, they made a joke about it in the, the commentary about like, well, it's a daytime Emmy, so there's there's a curse <laughs> as it is. Um, but in in the back room of Mister Needful's office, there is a there's a Pokeball on the, on the, the office. So yes, I, there is. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the curse would be for that, but. I would take that to Curse Purge Plus, and how would it be improved? I mean, I could actually, I could, I could have my own Pikachu, my own real Pikachu. What if, what if, like, it's a Pokeball that when you throw it, it captures you inside the Pokeball? Oh shoot! I just came up with that. I, I just did that. I choose you, Travis. <laughs> you pop out, and you're like, "Let's podcast." <laughs> You just you just throw that Pokeball out once every couple of weeks to to record a podcast and then you Sundays. clip it right back on your belt. Sundays. I choose you, Travis. You're like, All right, did you create the bones this week, Brandon? <laughs> I've been I've been stuck in this Pokeball. I didn't watch the episode. My back is sore. <laughs> Apparently, I aged forty years as well while I'm in the Pokeball. What about um, what about you, man? Ah, uh, you know i i dig i dig the running shoes um that but i would get the curse taken off so that i wouldn't have to run in them forever um i don't know i maybe maybe the jar that has the ghost lady in it <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah it's like the annabelle the annabelle ghost that the, the yeah Whoa. and we just get her taken out and then i have a nice yeah. nice jar yeah, like happy mother's keeping... day sheena <laughs> yeah here you go <laughs> I know what to get you this year. This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like the first year ever. So, uh, happy Mother's Day to all the, ha- the moms. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Happy, yeah. Beth, happy Mother's Day, Beth. Happy Beth Day, Beth Smith. Um. So so Travis, this episode explores a lot of science versus magic. Does the existence of the devil prove problematic for the universe the show has created? Uh, do Rick's viewpoints hold up if magic exists? Is magic just fancy science? Hmm. 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 Uh, what is what is the quote that I'm about to butcher? Where like something something uh, Thor, <laughs> uh, Dark World. <laughs> uh oh, it's something about um, like uh, something something magic. Uh, uh, like like <laughs> advanced enough technologies are equal to magic. Or yeah, something like yeah. That, there or, there we know, go. Um, yeah, like I think I think it's interesting to think about magic, right? And there you can you can talk about magic from the perspective of like performance magic where all of it is just presenting an illusion um but you still get that sensation especially as a kid where like it 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 piques your imagination and it gets you believing in things that uh don't seem like they could happen you know naturally uh i f- i feel like science is is a study of the natural world right it's it's focused on testable measurable facts uh and and i i so yeah i, you said, I think you said, you said testable <laughs> i said 
I was like, it sounds like testicle, and I just started smiling about it. Sorry. No, no, it's it's good. It's good. It's uh, there. There are certain elements in the in the series, and and obviously, when this episode came out, there are episodes that follow this one that that build on this this concept. But there are definitely times when Rick has referred to himself as a god, or said that he is, you know, he's the most powerful being in the universe. But then when when you know, stuff really hits the fan and he's stuck floating out in space. Uh, he's like, he's like praying and doing everything he can think of to potentially, uh, you know, get on God's good side if he exists. Uh, and he's very easy, easily dismisses of that as soon as he gets out of a sticky situation. So. And, 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 and here, here's where I want to make a distinction, right? The, the question asks science versus magic. But I, but I think what it, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not religious. You know this about me, Travis. Uh, we've had this conversation. Yeah. Check, and, check out episode, I don't know, I think it's a single digit number. Right. And, and, and we remain friends somehow still. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I said it. Courtesy. Oh, no, I believe now. No. <laughs> uh, but, but what I think, uh, I mean, I think the question kind of, um, does, doesn't belittle. It, but it doesn't but call say, out religion specifically, or or th- or like spiritual stuff. But it, but in it, the question. But it should. It should. It shouldn't be science versus magic. It, in this in this thing in this discussion, it should be like science versus faith, right? Like like the devil is an ob- is a character in faith, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, your uh, Sheena posted a thing just this last week about um, like uh, winning from victory. Or mm-hmm. some something like that, yeah. and, and like that that video that I watched was all about like well the you know devil and 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 demons and stuff like that, and so like it's it's very much a a part of a faith, and um so does the existence of the devil or faith prove prob- problematic, and yeah yeah you know, I, I think what it does is is shows this kind of age old battle of of Travis versus Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> no, joking, two sides. Uh, you know, I I think I, th- the question asking does it prove problematic? Um, I don't think it breaks anything no. in the show, and I I think that it's something the writers have the freedom to explore within the show because they're not necessarily ruling anything out. Yeah. The existence of multiple dimensions and like really advanced science and technology and aliens and all these things, they're they're not necessarily ruling out one line of thinking. Yeah. And and really, I think it's just bringing everything to the table and saying, yeah, in this episode, the devil runs an antique shop and we're going to explore this idea. Uh, does it break the show? I don't think it does. No. Uh, does, it, does it confirm certain things in the show? Maybe. Maybe that is one aspect of what any number of faiths consider to be the devil and they're they're showing that aspect of it in this episode it doesn't necessarily point to a specific set of beliefs or anything like that so yeah uh, I, I don't think it breaks the show i don't think it's problematic uh but i think we've seen definitively throughout the the rest of the series so far that not everything is going to have a scientific explanation necessarily Mm -hmm. and there are some things that have happened in the show where you're just like that's that's a little almost supernatural or and 
okay, that exists. That's happening. Right. Uh, and and the existence of monkey paws and needful things, uh, <laughs> it just kind of adds to that. That 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 that's right. Yeah, I I think I think it, I think it validates extra viewpoints. I don't think it makes it problematic for 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 Rick to openly accept. Yeah, it's it's the devil. Whatever, I'm gonna fight the devil. I'm fine with that. And he, and that he's, not, take, he's taking that challenge on. He's into it. And that not be weird to him, and him accept it as a normal part of reality. You know, I I, I think that validates that that viewpoint. And and I think that I think the show does a good job with it. Travis. I think it. I think your viewpoint is is valid, Travis. Is what I'm saying. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Besides, besides the Apple Award, which you can see as everyone's waiting in line for the Curse Purge Plus, uh, which, which by the way, I think that's that's so great that um, the uh, I forget his name, and and it, it's actually in the Reddit post. So if if you go there and look at it more, you can grab some of that production. But he he threw in the Apple Award because he thought it'd be funny uh, that it exists, and Jerry like doesn't have one. <laughs> like in the real world, but he doesn't have one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what other things yeah. can you spot in Mister Needful's store? You you already pointed out the Pokeball, yeah. Which, uh, you know, it's 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 shaded. It's kind of one color, but it, it's in the background there, and it's it's hard to say that that's anything else. Um, I don't know. I didn't I didn't really pick up on a whole lot of other, uh, particularly like specific things. Um. And I'm wondering if that's due to my lack of familiarity with certain references in this sort of uh, genre. Yeah. I yeah. feel like somebody that like annually watches marathons of Twilight Zone and then has a podcast like about the Twilight Zone <laughs> and then like obsesses over sure. horror. Like they sure, may, Travis, that, sort, that sort of a person. I get it. Might like pick up more on certain things. I get it, you throughout I get the show, you bastard. Uh, I did on the second rewatch. I looked at a lot of the the stuff. Now I was and I was looking. I was looking for references. Uh, I saw a shrunken head. I saw a jar with like an elephant <laughs> baby in it, uh, uh, like a, a tiki mask and uh, so, some stuff like that. Uh, so some of the things like I didn't, I couldn't really place to. Um, a specific episode of of anything really. I was like, okay, this all just seems kind of like a creepy, creepy stuff that could have curses to it. Um, and uh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if I want to transition to this yet, but like the um, I made a quiz for you, and and we're we're gonna we're gonna get to it here in a minute. But part of this quiz was. Uh, I, I had Chelsea help me, and Chelsea's my wife. For those who are listening, listening for the first time, and they're like, "Who's Chelsea? We haven't heard this, this dumb asshole's name at all <laughs> in, the, in in this." And now you're just saying it. Okay, so she's my wife, and I was like, "Hey, can you help me come up with you know some some questions for Travis?" And so I was like, "Okay, you you watch Needful she Things." She's like, "No." <laughs> she's like, "Go away." She's like, "I'm so sick right now. Why are you having me do this?" I said. Okay, needful things. Uh, there's a show called uh, uh, Booth at the End, which was on Hulu, I think, for a little bit. Uh, Something wicked this way comes, which is Ray Bradbury. And I was like, okay, like cursed items. And she's like, some of those those shows aren't necessarily in, in Twilight Zone too. Those shows aren't necessarily about cursed items. They were like, there's a, a twist for the item. They're like needful things is like small things that people do 
that eventually add up to like bickering and in fighting within the community and same thing with the booth at the end and um in twilight zone there's not really cursed items necessarily right so uh they they mentioned that in the episode in this episode for something Ricked this way comes so there's not really things in mr neeful's store that apply directly to that there's like references um in which is something i, I went and asked mike mcmahon about <laughs> right i yeah I, I was like i just shot him a, a tweet and i was like hey and he gracefully blew us off on Twitter. <laughs> i said hey you know are there any direct homages to any of these shows and then uh is there anything that you wanted to show up that ended up on the, the cutting room floor and he responded oh rick and morty podcast yes i think the yes is for are there any direct homages there are many cursed items that didn't make it in. Unfortunately, if I told you those cutting room floor tidbits, I'd have to kill you. Uh, to which I responded with a gif from Simpsons, which is the Frogert is also cursed. Um, <laughs> from uh, Treehouse of Horror. Anyway, the, the point is there's, there's lots of stuff in there. And I, lots I, of I stuff. don't get the reference. So you made a quiz? I, I did. I did. I, oh, yeah, is that, this still the setup for the quiz? Is is it? Is it? Uh, we're, we're, is this still the podcast? What are we doing? Friends, Unity, we're going to get to the quiz here in a second. But first, Travis, favorite bits? Favorite bits. Favorite. Um, <laughs> all right. First up, uh, X going to give it to you. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the revenge at the end, the the epic plot to to roid out and and hit the gym so just absurd. so they could just beat up the devil, uh and 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 then go and have some some drinks in Seattle like uh just that whole scene is so absurd, and then the the post credit scene where they're just going through and using that same tactic to beat up. Uh, everyone from from Nazis to to dudes that pull the leash on their dog, <laughs> like um, <laughs> yeah. just uh, pretty pretty classic stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I I've mentioned this before, but I think one of my favorite bits, uh, one of the many favorite bits of this episode is is Plutonimo Bay, uh, which is I understand why you're confused. Plutonimo Bay is a play on words of Quantum. Uh, voiced by Rich Fulcher, who, if you haven't watched the show, it's called Snuffbox, uh, and it's with Matt Berry, who who I also love. Uh, I think it might be on Netflix. It's such a kind of absurd show. I rec I recommend that highly. But uh, that his his voice in that character, and uh, after he says. Uh, the young, the the young will eat the old if you let them, Jerry. Pluto's a cold, cold celestial dwarf. Uh, planet. I, I mean, planet. planet. I mean, planet. And then he sits down yeah. on the the lounge chair, and then his like little cross is is cr- crucifix looking eyes like look up at Jerry real fast, and then back down. <laughs> uh, it just uh, it kills me. It kills me. Uh, the fact that is. The scientist's name is uh, what Snoopy Noopers or Scroopy Noopers, Scroopy Scroopy Noopers, and that it's his son. Um, yeah, all there's a lot of quality stuff uh, on Pluto where they harvest the plutonium. Uh, the the morning talk show, just like all the like random stuff that is just like really Americanized like 
celebrity, but for some reason they're they're doing that to flatter Jerry Smith so he'll keep saying <laughs> it's a planet. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, one of the other things that I really enjoy is when Needful Things goes belly up and they they spend a few weeks to rebrand themselves as needful.com spelled with three with threes instead of e's uh the just the tech startup like aspect of it um the devil is wearing like steve jobs-esque like turtleneck and uh and 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 the, the closeout of that scene after he he fires Summer or shuns her away, and he he grabs the fiddle off yeah, off the right. shelf behind and jumps up and starts playing it all jubilantly. <laughs> uh, I just I just everything about that little clip really cracks me up. Yeah, uh, uh, Steve Jobs. He's not he's not evil, uh, even though you know we're and we're all running off of Macs and iPads and iPhones. <laughs> uh, the the last the last thing I have is stuff that was pointed out in the commentary. Uh, which is there's there's a part where where they're at that fancy dinner party on on Pluto, and and Morty stands up. And he's like, "Dad, what do you think of the Science Inquirer?" Blah 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 blah. And then Jerry comes back with, "What did you think of when you threw your poopy underwear out the window <laughs> and they landed on a tree branch and they're all flapping in the wind like?" Uh, so in the commentary, uh, they Dan Harmon talks about that's a true story. That's what that's what he did when he was a kid. He thought he thought if he just threw it out the window, it was gone. So Dan Harmon, you know, he pooped his pants because he was a little a little baby and he threw it out the window. <laughs> I thought that was thought that was wonderful. It's good stuff. Just wonderful. It's good. It's good. <laughs> also, Scroopy Noopers is is Dan Harmon making fun of the way. Uh, Justin Roiland names his names characters. things. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, because it's very Justin Roiland esque. Yeah. Uh, so those are those are our favorite bits. Did you have any? You have any other ones, Trav? Um, no, I there were you know a lot of interesting things throughout the episode. Um, I, I think the Butterbot classic. Um, I I like just sort of the oh my god. Uh, the existentialism and then uh how at the end of the episode morty just has it in like a sandwich bag he's like i'm just gonna take this thing in like eh, you know whatever i'll just grab rick's trash bring it in and get an a come on come on dad i'm four i'm 14 <laughs> oh yeah and it, i could be doing anything in here i got i got a computer like really you need to knock <laughs> um we we so we we talk about cursed items and we talk about that a lot in this episode because the devil is, is a huge part of it. So we went out and we asked we asked you Unity for for some suggestions uh of of cursed items and and what you know what would the curse be for for them. Uh so so we got a few suggestions back and we wanted to we wanted to cover those here. Uh the first one is from uh the mustache man. He's a mustache man. Tyler Tigno. He writes, a male enhancement drug that gives you a nine-inch hard-on all the time, except when you try to have sex. Complete cold swimming pool during that. Hashtag hell, hashtag FML. Fuck my leaner. Because <laughs> it runs yeah, a that's what it means. That's what it means. It uh, <laughs> the Grant Ramos uh, said, a free cell phone that takes a few seconds of your life each time you call or text someone, 
Uh, I think those are just called cell phones. I think that's I think that's basically what I do. <laughs> right. it, it is it is it is a curse. Like as I'm as I'm waiting at a, a stoplight, yes, I look at my phone at the stoplight. Who doesn't at this day? You rebel. Let's just let's just you, be honest with each other. You in in Florida, it's not a ne'er do well. In Florida, it's a secondary offense, so I have to get pulled over first before they can ticket me for using a cell. Doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. You're we're losing our lives. Uh. So this one is from. Uh, I forget his name. Some 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 tool. Some dumb stupid. White, I, was, I was trying to energize white. the conversation. All right, white. milk toast. <laughs> uh, how about how about an en- endless bag of starbursts? But it's only the yellow ones. Oh, who wants that? Nobody wants yellow starbursts. What a hot take! <laughs> Shut up, Brandon. You can eat all my yellow starbursts from now on. I'll ship them to you in a bag. I'll eat the shit out of those yellow starbursts. <laughs> I bet you would. Uh, by the way, go to at Steve the Heave and, and answer my my poll question. Which is which are better, Twizzlers or Red Vines? Okay. Yeah, we know the real answer, but we're not gonna say it here because we're not gonna say it here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Eric Pitcher, aka the 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 a microphone that gives you an instantly successful podcast and or YouTube channel, but your recorded voice always sounds like Professor Frank from The Simpsons. Nice. I, I mean, hey, if people are going to listen to it, if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's automatically... My life and Pi is exactly three. <laughs> That's, yeah, sure. Logical. Sorry I had to come to that. It's math. Sorry I had to come to that. Uh, some, some lady named Chelsea... Uh, um, says ten thousand spoons when all you need is a knife. She didn't get it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it ironic? <laughs> uh, don't you think? So, um, all right, so <laughs> that's what that's what that's what we had for that. That those those are the cursed items that that you Unity sent us in. And yeah. and here, if you have more, feel free to send us more. We're happy to check them out over on Twitter or on our Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash Rick and Morty Pod. That's great. That's great. Um. Okay, now here, here's what I, I talked about the quiz Cast. before. Rick and Morty podcast. <laughs> here's what, we talked about the quiz before, and here it is. Here's the quiz that I'm going to give you, Travis, and and those listeners Excellent. at home, give it to you, or on the commute, or um, shucking hay. Do you shuck hay? I don't think you shuck hay. <laughs> I certainly don't. Yeah. Uh, play along, please do. So here, here's here's the quiz. Okay, I'm going to give you an item. And then I'm going to give you the options, and you have to tell me what the right option is, right curse is for this okay. item. I'm, I'm in. Okay. How many questions? Uh, five. Okay. Three to win. Five or five or six. I don't know. I, I wrote sound six, but... Three to tie. Yeah, three. Okay. First up, quill pen. And, 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 the, and these items are based off of episodes of either Friday the 13th, the series... Twilight Zone or Ray Bradbury Theater. Okay? Ready. Got it. Got you it. haven't seen any Got of them those. all in my Netflix queue. <laughs> all right. First up, Quill Pen. A, kills people when you write about it. Write about them. B, you're really good at writing, but birds hate you. C, you have something to do with uh, why everyone hates the new adventures. What the fuck? Uh, I don't know. That that's a fake one. So it's either I'm gonna say B. that that one's not it. <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to go with A. That that is that is absolutely correct. A is right. Kills people when you write about it. That is from Quill Pen, uh, aka the Poison Pen, which is the second episode of Friday Thirteenth, the series. Oh, good job, Travis. Ooh, that's that's thanks. one. Did you get it at home? I don't know. We'll find out. Send us your scores later. Uh, number two, pair of boxing gloves. A makes you punch yourself to death. B you black out, but you end up beating a bunch of people to death. Like it's kind of like a boxing massacre. Yeesh. Or C allows the owner to win matches, but your shadow kills people. There. Sha- shadow, shadow kills people. The shadow knows. <laughs> Is that your answer? Uh, no. Um, you black out and, and boxing spree. Okay. Uh, let me let me make a call for right and a call for wrong, and that is wrong. So the answer is actually C. It, uh, the boxing gloves allow the winner to win matches, but their shadow kills people, and it's from episode eight of the Friday Thirteenth series, and the, the episode is called. Can you can, can you guess? Shadow boxing. Shadow, shadow the shadow boxer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Man, these, these episodes write themselves, I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right. Uh, question number three, pool cue. A, always win, but you have to kill with it. B, you're all, you always win, but you're impotent. <laughs> C, you become, a, you become a pool champion, but you're eternally challenged by other people. It's C. I think I've seen this episode. Yeah, yeah. And what episode is it? I mean, uh, Twilight Zone. Uh, and it's called A Game of Pool. Yeah. Yeah. Starring, starring the great late great Jack Klugman, yes, and it's not a cursed item, but I, you know, I, you know, I, I, I'm, we're I working made, with what I made we got here. It's, it's all good. Yeah. Okay. You got it, man. Oh man, look at you. You've seen that episode. Okay. Number four. I'm catching up, Brandon. Number four. A ventriloquist dummy. A tells better jokes than you always, so it'll always be more famous than you. B makes you famous, but your hand fuses with it. C. Nobody laughs at anything you say unless there's a dummy saying it. Or D, the dummy wants to have more control over your fame. Ooh. Uh, you gave me four. I did, You're yeah. Really, really mixing it up. Uh, because here, two of them are right. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 50-50 shot here. Yep. Um, uh, let me pick a wrong answer here. Uh, how, about, how about only... Only funny things that you say come out of the dummy. Oh man, you got that. You got that is, wrong. Is a is a wrong. That answer. was a wrong answer. The, and the, uh, it fuses with your hand. Is, is is a right answer. The two, yes, the the two that are right are the fuses with your hand, which is actually a Tales from the Crypt episode starring Bobcat Goldweight. Uh, and D, which the dummy wants to have more control of your fame, and that's a Twilight Zone episode called the Dummy. Basically, the dummy doesn't want to go away and he wants to be a part of the show and eventually they switch bodies okay number five a jar for all the marbles a jar well there's there's two more i got it a jar most of the marbles (laughs) a jar a it traps souls by the way my son helped me with this b pickles will come out and kill people c it's always full of money but you can never have any of it or d it shows your greatest sins uh let's go with d it shows your greatest sins. Yeah. Okay. All right. You got you got that right. And that is from a Ray Bradbury theater called The Jar. And it shows your greatest sins that the story is actually 
this guy gets this this jar and people come. It's like a sideshow attraction and they can see their greatest sins in it. And then eventually his wife looks at it and then sees his face uh, because she's been cheating on him. And then so he kills her and then he always sees her in the jar from there on. Okay. Ooh, spoilers. Final question. Final question. <laughs> Hearing aid. A, hears people whispering bad things, but people die. B, allows wearers to read minds, but people die. C, hears ghosts, but people die. <laughs> which one? D, which one is scares it? off weird <laughs> sound creatures. Lots of people um, die in this. <laughs> people die. Yeah. Red lights. Yeah. Jim and Pam. Um, <laughs> it's uh, hears ghosts, but people die. Uh, I'm I'm. I am disappointed. I'm disappointed in you. That's a, I, I, I honestly I forgot the other two. Oh, um, but yeah, I it, I don't know. People people die no matter what because this is a Friday the Thirteenth episode uh, called "Sticking in My Ear," and it it's B allows wearers to read minds, but people die. Basically, it allows people to to read minds, uh, but eventually you get overloaded, and so you have to transfer that onto somebody else, and that person will die. There you go. Oh. Wow. Travis. Talk about a, talk about a denial of service attack. <laughs> hey, oh, Am I right? Sorry, Derek. Right? You get us. You get Am us. Right? You're in IT. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. All right. That's three of three. I think we're still in the main thing. That was thing. good. Um, overall, let's, let's bring it back to Rick and Morty yeah. here for a second. Um, by and large, like this episode, pretty classic episode. I really, I, I do enjoy it. I, I enjoy watching it uh, and revisiting it. Um, but like I said at the beginning, it does feel like it's it's sort of a standalone episode and with without much stakes outside of this episode. But we do get the Plutonians, uh, which have, have popped up from time to time uh, in, in, in other episodes. And uh, yeah, I, 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 we didn't really talk about Curse Purge Plus too much, but I really like the concept of Rick pulling out all the stops in this episode to to one up the devil right and and then as soon as the devil has like given up and been like you know what all right rick you win he's done with it he's like he does he he has the capacity to do so much but realistically he's he's only interested in it if it's making someone else's life worse or if it can prove that he's better than someone else yeah yeah Uh, absolutely uh so one last question for you and and it it didn't come up in, in the reddit questions but um in this episode we see summer gravitate towards the devil this older gentleman who has some control of like uh powerful things uh and and he sort of is this this opposite or 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 comparable figure to to rick uh do you feel rick's motivation in trying to top the devil was more based on like a competitive thing within Rick or was it, did summer have anything to do with that? Like, do you think that he was like, Hey, summer should be idolizing me and not, and not Mr. Needful. Uh, I mean, I I think maybe at the the start of it, he showed a little bit of uh, jealousy there at, at, at the start. But I think with a lot of things that Rick does, it might start with, this kind of attachment to the family, but then it turns into a very selfish thing, which is 
you know, it's, it's kind of self-destructive in, in his way where like, Oh, it comes from a place of, of caring his insecurity and caring, but it turns into, you know, no, I, this is all about, all about me now. It's a very nar- right. narcissistic thing. Be- because when you, when you wrap up the episode and summer is, is, is upset because of what Mr. Needful's done, then Rick is, is very eager to kind of get back into getting involved and roiding out so that they can, they can go and beat him up on stage. Uh, (laughs) Which I get again, kind of brings back that linkage of Rick and how much he does care about the, the the rest of the family and, and does want to be supportive. Mm -hmm. Even if Rick is still sort of, I mean, Rick, Rick didn't just make summer strong, right? Like he, he, he got ripped also so that he could, he could get a few punches. Yeah. Uh, in the they, they were injecting steroids into each other's butt cheeks you know it was it was yeah. it wasn't a one-sided butt cheek syringe yeah i think that's important yeah. to to note <laughs> i think that's important to note. uh <laughs> all right okay that's that that's it that's enough for us uh talking about this episode um if you if you have any other thoughts or or something from this episode that, that we missed uh definitely hit us up over on social media over on twitter at rick and morty pod uh, or talk about it on the official Rick and Morty subreddit uh, where this will be pinned in their episode rewatches. And then you can kind of get down in the comments in there and, and start the conversation about this episode, uh, which is sort of the intent of why we're doing these anyway, right? Totes intent. Totes intent. Totes malotes. All right. couple couple last segments that we should get through, seeing as we're an hour and... 13 minutes into this episode. Yeah. Uh, so, so let's, let's check in on this week's blood dome battle. Oh yeah. Blood. Dome. Blood. All right, everybody. This is this week's episode of blood dome battle brought to you by interdimensional podcast. Let me just tell you this. When we talk like this, I am just so excited to talk to you about the blood jump battle this week between Andy and Arthurisha. Andy and Arthurisha. Okay. <laughs> Let, let's 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 just let's just talk about this for a brief brief second. Let's let's go with what our what Unity says. Okay. Uh, Autumn. She says, "I feel like Annie is too soft for Morty." He needs a girl who can handle him at his purgiest. Oh, I've heard that before. I've heard that at the club. But <laughs> <laughs> go down to the club. What, that someone can't handle you at your purgiest? Yeah, they're like, oh, <laughs> can't. And like the bartender's like, man, I can't even handle you at your purgiest. I'm like, yeah, tell me I about know. it. Get it all the time. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> um, Keegan, friend of the show. Definitely Arthrisha. Like, come on. She had the robot suit. She grew up with the purge. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, uh, mechanized enhancements Mm -hmm. plus uh, systemic uh, violence ingrained into her culture. I mean, there's a couple of big advantages there. That's true. That's true. Uh, Old, old uh, Chire, Chire Derek, (laughs) he he says... (laughs) You really could spin this either way. Sure, Arthrisha grew up on a purge planet, but Annie may or may not have had to fight off the infectious diseases and rapey pirates from Anatomy Park. And, and, and I, think, I think he brings up 
he doesn't specifically bring this up, but it's good to point out that Annie is from Anatomy Park. She's the one who survives in Anatomy Park, and yeah, she runs yeah. the park. Yeah, she's she's from a she's coming from a position of power. She is. Yeah. So uh, we we're doing something a little bit different this week, and we're gonna we're gonna describe to you um, what happened between Arthrisha and Annie here, right here, right now, and and we didn't write this down. Uh, one, and there's a few reasons for that. One, because I was I was lazy. <laughs> Two, well, because it really it was it was just it was just laziness. Really, the, just the the second one. We 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 did have an episode of of apathetic enthusiasm where we did a little bit of improv and that was fun. <laughs> it's nothing to do um, with that. Nothing to do I don't with think that. I don't think this will. <laughs> I don't think this is uh, gonna go as well. No, it's it's not. Okay, so I want to play the role of Annie. <laughs> Travis is gonna play the role of Arthrisha as of right now because because <laughs> he because he insulted our improv uh, abilities. Okay. Yes, and <clears throat> uh, and also also play the narrator. Um, Okay, quick! Someone, someone on YouTube, give us, give us, a, give us a place. <laughs> give, give us. Oh, a, we're the only oh, two wait. people on YouTube. Oh shoot! And, okay. and, and J two maybe. Okay. Here, here's here's what happens. Okay, so so Annie is in charge of Anatomy Park, and they're looking for ways to expand the the park. Right? You have you have Disneyland, you have Disney World, you have Euro Disney, you have. You need to expand beyond that. So what happens after Anatomy Park? You have Anatomy World. And then after Anatomy World, you need to you need to find find someplace else. Anatomy Anatomy Planet is is what she decides on. And and she's she's advanced. She's now like the CEO of of Anatomy Park Incorporated, right? And so she she's going around the universe and she's looking for places to settle looking for places to set up a new park. Okay? And she lands on this specific planet. And it turns out to be the same planet that Arthrisha is now in charge of. Because what happened is after after uh, who's purging, look who's purging now, Arthrisha has become the de facto leader of that planet. And and she she hasn't learned her lessons. She hasn't learned the lessons of her forefathers or foremothers. She has started her own version of the purge. And so as soon as Annie lands. The the villagers they all they want to warn her. You better get out of here now if you can, sister. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like late afternoon mm-hmm. on the purge planet, and uh, everybody's everybody's you know wrapping up the the business of the day. Rip, rip, when rapping. this when this when this ship lands, and uh, some local farmers are like, "Oh, hello, are <laughs> are you here for the festival?" That's right, that's right. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, you know what you know what I'm talking about, Travis. Yeah. And, and, and Annie says, yeah, I'm just here to talk about, I'm just looking for a new place to build my new company's theme park. And, oh, well, we have a mighty fine festival around here. If you, if you, if you feel like staying this evening. Ooh, yeah, I'd love to see it. Maybe we can roll that into next year's festivities. Oh, uh, uh, what, what, uh, what kind of. (laughs) What kind of festivities do you usually uh, partake in in this? Uh, I don't appreciate sort of park being, that you're talking about. I don't like being hit on. First of all, and she, and she put her finger up. First of all, second of all, I am I'm a grown woman. Who is this woman? <gasps> oh, <laughs> why are we, we sound we sound the, the same. We're stupid. the worst. Uh, We're the worst. Anyway, so so 
Arthursha comes out and she flies in her purge suit because Rick hasn't, he never took it away. He's like, yeah, hey, you can have this, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, like, I don't, I don't want anything that a, a woman's finished touching. Right. Cause he's, he's very misogynist. We have all established <laughs> that about Rick and uh, because like raising a Zorpa Zorp and, and, and stuff like that. You can, you can see that. And uh, she, I mean, she comes right out and says, look, you need to get off here. This is not your planet. And he says, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm just here looking for, for a place to, to set my, my, my theme park up. And Arthursha says, no. And Arthursha, what does Arthursha do? Travis, you tell, what does Arthursha uh, do? She challenges her to a game of pool. <laughs> and, and then the winner is stuck playing pool for the rest of eternity. That, that's uh, right. Now, <laughs> here's the thing. This, this battle is if you have Arthrisha with a purge suit and Annie with her with her corporate wits, um, it's pretty one sided, and uh, I I think the results show that. Uh, yeah, Annie, like Arthrisha Arthur, uh, takes Annie and like like breaks her in half, right? <laughs> and then like like Annie's Annie's entrails are like falling all over all over Arthrisha's purge suit, right? And Arthrisha's like, oh. And she's like rubbing it on her face, and she's like, "This is this is the blood that's gonna make us stronger. All the outsiders, we're going to take their blood, and we're going to become, we're gonna rise above, and we're going to elevate." And and just her fans are just watching on these huge like like thousand yard televisions all across the world. Arthrisha is she's planning an invasion of Earth. And she and she's she's gonna bring her <laughs> mantra to Earth, ladies and gentlemen. The creative process, uh, yeah. Uh, so Arthrisha won. Uh, yeah, eighty-three percent of you thought Arthrisha won on Twitter. Sixty uh, percent over on Facebook. A little bit closer, giving yeah. Annie a chance. A little bit. Um, yeah, I think. I think it's pretty obvious how Arthrisha would dispose of Annie. Uh, I think there are some creative ways that we could have uh, had this go the other way. Uh, yeah. Specifically, the idea of maybe like Annie, shrinking her down, Annie building a theme park within Arthrisha that goes haywire, or, oh or something like that. That's so much smarter than what I, what um, I said. I don't know. I, tearing her in half and and celebrating <laughs> the, the the blood Feels showering good. down. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's a that's a thing all right my apologies everybody gets a mulligan once in a while so uh <laughs> next week our blood dome battle league is uh, a fight fight of it for the ages fight for the ages um, this is this is really uh it's it's there's a return of a character that we've all missed for 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 quite a while uh and one that we just talked about recently in a, in a previous episode uh but next time it's bird person Verse Morty Jr. Yeah. That's right. He's still on my desk. Oh, Morty yeah, Jr. he is. Uh, this, I'm very, very interested to hear what you, Unity, think uh, about this matchup and, and who you'll be voting for uh, to win. And uh, if you don't want to hear that sort of synopsis uh <laughs> shoot us your ideas shoot us shoot us some some ideas of how you think the fight will go down between morty jr and bird person uh if if you don't send them in i i promise we will write something ourselves uh but yeah definitely like 
you know, send us something. I promise. I'm I promise. Not, I'm not. Volleyball gonna, season will be over by then. I'm not going to promise anything. <laughs> I will. I will drag this. I will drag it out. But anyway, yeah. Bird person versus versus Morty Jr. Let us know. Send us. Send us a message. Send us an email. Send us a, a, a tweet. And and let us know. And or an email. Send us a, a narrative, and we will read it happily happily but until until Most happily until until then this was this was this week's episode of let down battle blood dome battle league okay so we're gonna move into our last segment uh which is listener suggestions and short outs um we th- this last week um I and Travis, we, we, we wanted to thank all the patrons that, that we have out there. And so we, we sent out handwritten, hand doodled, and uh, a few uh, mementos to, to everyone out there who's, who's given us, you know, who supported us directly. And uh, so we just want to, so we want to thank you again, everyone. Um, and we don't want to, we don't want to, we don't want to say names because we don't, if we start with one name, then you're gonna be like, "Oh, why are you prioritizing that guy's name or that that woman's name over somebody else's name?" We don't want to do that. We don't want. We don't want to make you feel special. You know, we're not. Yeah. We're no one's special. But thanks for making us feel special. <laughs> uh, I, I will give a special shout out to those that are active on our Discord, um, especially around the time when the season uh, or the 70 episode announcement came out. Uh, there was a very active discussion on there with a lot of speculation about how long the seasons would be and uh, what when the show might be coming back, things like that. Um, it is very cool to have those avenues for discussion with you guys. And uh, just thanks to everybody that continues to support the show uh, financially and just, you know, talking to us. Thanks for Thanks for being a friend. That's right. Thank you. Uh, thank okay, you for couple, being couple, a friend. Couple, couple of tweets of note this week. Uh, these are mostly uh, at responses or, or quoted tweets. Uh, but uh, free comic book day happened uh, between episodes. That's right. And Brandon hit up his local comic shop, picking up the Starburns comic uh, that featured none other than Patton Oswald. That's that, that's that's right. That's right. And uh, you know. Hey, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not above you know, tagging people in a tweet and saying, "Oh my God, this is the best thing ever," and then having them them retweet it. I'm not above that. And Patton Oswalt did did exactly that. And so, uh, since he's a longtime listener of the show, we have no data to prove that. We just we thank you directly, Mr. Oswalt. Yeah. Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, you mentioned Mike McMahon's uh, response to <laughs> to our questions uh, earlier in the episode. Uh, thanks for at least humoring us. Yeah, uh, we appreciate it. <laughs> thanks, thanks, um, thanks, Mister McMahon. Come on the podcast. <laughs> come, come talk to us. Come, please do. And then, uh, and then reviews. We didn't we didn't have any uh, reviews uh, this week, which is fine. That's fine. cool. It's the off season. Save those for season four. Do it or go write one right now. <laughs> <laughs> while you're listening uh i realistically uh this this is this is a pretty lengthy episode but uh we we do appreciate everybody who oh i just punched my desk yeah oh gosh looks like it uh, everything shook uh thanks to everybody that that listens to the show and, and and that continues to support us um if you have suggestions for future episodes or if you, we're coming up on an episode that you are really excited about and have specific questions Send us those questions. We would love to answer them as we're doing 
uh, those main thing recaps. And uh, yeah, we we want to have those conversations. So so let us let us know what you love about these episodes, and maybe even stuff that you don't like. Um, yeah. That's it for uh, something wicked. This way comes next week. I mean, penultimate episode of season nine. Uh, it's the what is it? Close recounters of the Rick kind. Yes, with all the Ricks. Uh, so uh, some big. Big stuff coming up in this episode. Uh, do yourself a do yourself a solid. Go watch it, and then and then send us your thoughts. Go vote for Bird Person versus Morty Junior. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, come hang out with us on pre-show live streams uh, if if you want to support us over on Patreon. That's right. Also, make sure you go check out Blue Apron <laughs> if you're a, not a, not a sponsor. If you're a Harmontown fan. Uh, all right. Any, anything else, Brandon? No. Before we, before we sign off? No, not at all. I just want to say thank you, Unity, for listening as always. And until two weeks from now, when we talk about all the different ricks in the world, um, you know, hey, we'll see you, <laughs> see you later. I, I had, I had, in my, I, I got lost. But anyways, whatever. We're the best at finishing podcasts. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. See you later.